Welcome back, folks, to this week's episode of Dan's Dabble and Babble. As always, I am your host, Dan Burkett. I hope this episode finds you doing whatever you like to do when you listen to podcasts. I know it's kind of amazing, um, really really in the course of the pandemic, but more so, uh, you know, the the postgraduate school years, I have found that uh, I really need a podcast. I really need media um, to be able to get so much housework done. I know there's, there's a certain podcasts that I listen to. It's like, this is great because I can just have my phone in my pocket uh, be playing the podcast and just walk around my house and I get so much done. Uh, and it just takes my mind off of the chore that I'm doing. And it's, it's such a nice experience. So if that's what you use the podcast for, then by all means, uh, I hope I'm keeping you company while you're cleaning or, you know, I love listening to a podcast on a good stroll. I really, uh, the, the kind of, uh, goal of this podcast is, uh, in, in some ways to, to just offer some companionship as I kind of wax poetic about, you know, whatever is on my mind as the week will be. So this week I am recording this on um, Sunday as is typical. And so this Sunday is Halloween. Uh, so happy Halloween if you happen to listen to it today. And uh, if not, then we are, of course, beyond Halloween season and into Thanksgiving season. Uh, I have to say that it, it bothers me the uh, jump from um, October 31st to Christmas season. Now, don't get me wrong. I love uh, Christmas. I love the winter holidays. But uh, let's not forget that there is Thanksgiving in between. And and for me, uh, Thanksgiving, uh, especially growing up, was, was such a great holiday because, you know, there's, there's um, all of the fun of getting the family together but uh there's there's a lot less pressure and of course there's you know whatever your traditions are for christmas there's there's the gift buying there's the meal there's all of the decorating all of that but even even beyond the logistics and the worrying about who to get what and the financial aspects of all of that uh there there's a lot of pressure just to to make christmases really fun and memorable and, and magical and and the same pressure is not on uh thanksgiving thanksgiving i think is easier to just kind of sit back relax and enjoy i mean there there are expectations that the meal is going to be good of course uh but uh i, I don't think it, it 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 carries the same kind of weight the same kind of pressure that christmas does so i've always been a big um fan of thanksgiving i uh, am um Still, uh, this year is is going to be interesting. Actually, you know, as of late, there's there's not really a blueprint for my Thanksgivings anymore. Um, part of that is just the the challenge now of um, living in in Florida uh, when my family lives in the Midwest. Um, last year, I actually hosted Thanksgiving, which was a lot of fun. I um, am. Uh, someone who who absolutely loves to cook and uh for a a number of circumstances uh my parents ended up wanting to come uh down to florida uh for thanksgiving so my oldest brother and my parents came down and 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 i hosted uh thanksgiving which meant that i got to do um, a lot of the dishes that i had uh, never really done before 
Um, I'm a big pie person. I love making pies. I love making pastries. So, so that is kind of what my normal role is. Uh, but then uh, I expanded my role last year to take care of the rolls and the green bean casserole and, and then um, had some help from my mom as well. But it was a really nice, nice dinner. But I, I don't have a blueprint and, and that is not what I'll be doing this year. Uh, what I do know this year is who I will be spending uh, Thanksgiving with. Uh, the location is still up in the air, and uh, you know, so I'm 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 spending the holiday with my boyfriend's family this year, and uh, there's the possibility of the going to see the extended family um, of his mother's in Chicago, and we're we're both we're both really kind of pushing um, to uh, stay closer to to where we live. Um, and be in South Florida, but uh, still very much looking forward to the holiday. Um, but it is it is interesting, just kind of the how things change, and just the the lack of a blueprint. And the the blueprint had to change for a number of reasons. And so you know that that is that is where we are. But you know I um, am somewhat nostalgic as I record this today because I think one of the things that people um, don't necessarily realize about Florida if your experience with Florida is only uh, coming here on vacation is what the weather is actually like year-round and and I mean I uh, am so happy to be living here um, as I kind of reflect as I'm uh, about to turn 29 this Tuesday I think um, you know some natural reflection uh, is bound to happen when a birthday is coming up, and I just I, I reflect on the the bold decision that I made uh, to leave uh, everyone that I knew uh, for a job in not a totally different field, but but before I um, started teaching where I am now, I was a uh, college professor, um, and I switched from teaching college age students to uh, teaching high school age students, uh, which is a a big big jump uh and and is a very different ball game uh but i've i've absolutely loved you know so much about uh about that transition and about that change and 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 um i'm very grateful that the fears that i had about making that transit transition was were definitely have been alleviated um but you know a big motivation when I moved was that I really just had my mindset that I wanted to be someplace warm and uh, that that was my goal. I had somewhat arbitrarily a few years prior to actually uh, pulling the trigger and moving, a few years prior I had kind of arbitrarily decided that I was going to end up in Florida. And so this was uh, while I was in graduate school which was a very uh, uh, tumultuous time. Uh, while I was in graduate school, I, uh, you know, basically every year uh, ended up interviewing for a job because I was I was deeply um, unhappy in graduate school and, and unhappy with my graduate program, um, but like also didn't really necessarily have a full sense of what I wanted to do outside of that until. Um, I was really set on this whole teaching thing and you know I kind of went to graduate school with the idea that I wanted to be a college professor but if I found out that I didn't enjoy teaching then I would be well trained to go do the kind of job in the chemical industry that I would want 
uh, and you know, my experience was that I fell more and more in love with teaching uh, as as grad school progressed, and the research part of it. I uh, was good at. Uh, I have uh, several publications to my name uh, because of the research that I was able to do. Uh, but but that was the part that really felt like, okay, this is where I uh, am feeling the drudgery and the stress of uh, a job, whereas the teaching was just so rewarding in a way I hadn't experienced. So I, uh, in my third year of grad school, uh, started interviewing for teaching positions at independent schools and uh, was offered a job, well, was offered a couple jobs that cycle, but offered a job in Vero Beach, Florida. And uh, the interview process was interesting. So I uh, was flown down to Vero Beach, which was a wonderful experience. Um, but I interviewed, my final interview was the week before their spring break. And then the other finalists uh, uh, schedule was such that it was basically a month between me having my final interview with this school in Vero Beach and actually um, being offered the job. So in that month, I I had a lot of time to second guess and ruminate and ended up um, turning it down because I wanted to stay in graduate school to pursue the PhD at that time. Um, And then fast forward a couple years later, um, I mean, I, everything works out. Uh, I, I think the community that I ended up in is is certainly the better fit for me. Uh, so um, I have no regrets about how things worked out. But, you know, for two years until I accepted the position in Florida that I did, I, I had really regretted turning that down. So I, so I arbitrarily kind of set my sights on Florida. And I really wanted to be on a coast, but I didn't really know anything about St. Petersburg or the Tampa Bay area where I ended up and just, you know, got so incredibly lucky with the community that I found. Not only the community uh, of, of St. Petersburg itself, but the, the community that I have through work has, has been such a positive influence in, in my transition to, you know, this, this new phase of teaching and also just this new phase of my life where I have uh, been really free to, to be uh, authentically me, which is a, a very cliche sentiment to put out there, but but it's really true. The, the, the person that I was through graduate school and, and even um, in kind of the year transition where I was a tenure track professor, you know, I was, I was constantly living to, uh, to, to try and live up to other people's expectations and other people's wants for me. And, you know, the conversation I had with my graduate school advisor about leaving a tenure track position for a position in independent schools, he basically told me that I was making a horrible mistake, was not supportive of that at all. Um, but you know, I, I, I somehow had, had kind of the stick to itiveness to say, you know, this, I, this really feels like the right decision for me. Um, and here I am, uh, basically a year and a half after, uh, well, not after making that decision, but a year and a half after ultimately moving down here. And I just marvel at, 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 at how much, um, my life has changed from the graduate school days to, to where I am now. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm healthier, I'm physically healthier, I'm mentally healthier, uh, I'm I'm just I'm just so happy to be here and and you know I kind of went on this tangent because uh, you know the one of the things that I was worried about missing when I moved down here was the fall weather and of course we are in the peak of fall season but but 
the Midwestern fall is such a fickle animal that, you know, you never really know. Are you going to get two solid weeks of fall? Are you going to get one good fall weekend um, before you're just plunged into this eternal gray winter? And it's it's the cold is one aspect dealing with the snow. That's one aspect of the winter that I am glad that I do not have to deal with. But it's the grayness. It's the darkness. It's the gloominess of winter that I don't experience here. So today, let me let me just pull up what uh, the weather app says the temperature is uh, because it feels just absolutely wonderful. Uh, so right now we're at 73 degrees and sunny. I mean, this is, I think, so so this is certainly a, a, a bit warm um, to, to call it fall, like the Midwest calls it fall. Um, but the the summer, fall, and winter, or sorry, the Florida fall and winter is just my, uh, uh, not even necessarily my ideal weather because I absolutely love the humidity. I love the heat. I mean, July, August here, going for a run in the middle of the day, it just makes you feel alive. I mean, that that is the thing about the humidity and, and especially working out and the humidity and the heat is it's just such a, such a reminder um, of, of, how how you can push your body I don't know it, it's it just makes you feel that much more accomplished I think uh, to to go for a five mile run in August in Florida um, as opposed to you know now it kind of kind of too easy to go on a on a five mile run um, but it, the good part about that is is this is the time of year where you can really push your endurance and push your distance um, because it is you do have to train differently based on the seasons here. Uh, but, uh, that was something I was never good at in the Midwest was training in the winters. Um, I would force myself, uh, to live on the treadmill, uh, to get through the winter months, but it was it, it, not, not fun. And I was such a wimp when it came to the cold. Uh, but this morning as you know, so I have, um, <laughs> some, some roles that we joke about in my relationship, um, where it's just like, it seems that I'm, I'm usually the one that, um, uh, as well, I'm definitely of the two of us. I'm definitely the uh, the morning person. So I am typically awake first. So I'll run and grab coffee sometimes on the weekends. And you know, it's uh, just such a such a such a an, an an interesting coffee order. You know, the coffee is supposed to be a hot beverage, and I will. Uh, fight anybody on this. Coffee is supposed to be served hot. And when I say hot, coffee is supposed to be served piping hot. I mean, none of this like lukewarm uh, nonsense. No, I need, I need it to be like lava that I just, you know, put it up to my lips that, that burning lava laps at my soul and makes me feel alive and, and, and makes me feel like a person again. That is, that is what coffee is supposed to be. Um, but uh, my boyfriend loves the iced coffee. So, you know, typically I'm walking um, with a hot Americano in one hand and an iced uh, coffee with caramel and cream in the other, which, you know, the caramel and cream thing, that's a whole other uh, ball game. Although I will say that this morning I uh, went with... Uh, um, a pumpkin spice latte because if there's ever time for a pumpkin spice latte it is October 31st um, and I'm walking uh, back and just like really it's just the the weather's kind of crisp 
um, and it feels like fall with my hot beverage in in one hand. And 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 this is not this is not a let me let me make no mistake that coffee should be hot. Uh, whether it's 100 degrees outside or whether it's negative 4 degrees outside. Coffee is supposed to be served hot. Um, and also, can we talk about how when you go to a coffee shop, if you don't order a uh, drink extra hot, what temperature are these people serving this coffee? I mean, it it, it, it is unacceptable. The, 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 the coffee cools down way too quickly uh, from these places. And so, you know... I'm really not uh, someone who is uh, particular about my coffee. Um, typically, uh, except on the rare occasion, I uh, get something fancier, I guess, if that's the term that you want to use. But typically, I am a black coffee person. So uh, Monday through Friday uh, at work, I am having black coffee. And you know, my, my coffee maker um, still doesn't get the coffee as hot as I would like it. Um, but it's also, so I have a weird sense of attachment and sense of nostalgia with my coffee pot. It was given to me my senior year by my grandparents, uh, who are no longer with us. Um, but, uh, they, so prior to this coffee pot, I had, um, a coffee pot that was not programmable. So it had the physical switch that you would have to turn on. Um, which I think I saved all of $6 by not getting the programmable option. But my grandparents, uh, Christmas of my senior year of college, got me a programmable coffee pot. And even my roommate noted that this coffee pot changed my life. Uh, the fact that I could prepare the coffee the night before and wake up with a hot pot of coffee in the morning, I, I would get out of bed, you know, not hit snooze because coffee was there. I didn't have to wait for the coffee to brew. Uh, so that is, that is, that is, uh, just knowing that coffee exists is enough for me to get out of bed. It is it is much harder for me in the mornings to get out of bed. If I've, let's say, forgotten to make the coffee the night before or whatever it is, it is, it is a big uh, mental toll to get out of bed and then, then have to wait for the coffee. If the coffee is brewed and ready, then I will leap out of bed, go downstairs, get that first cup in the morning, uh, have it lap my soul and, uh, or lap at my soul and, uh, and, and, and start the day. And, and there we go. Um, so, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not someone who's, who's fussy about coffee, except when it comes to the temperature of the coffee. Um, and I just, I don't, I, I, I can't do the iced. I, I, I don't, I don't know what it is. I, I, there's something about the iced coffee that does not connect with me. So if you're an iced coffee person, more power to you. Uh, I'm uh, quite fond of an iced coffee person. Uh, and I'm sure I'm quite fond of you too, if you're listening to this. But uh, I think you're doing your coffee wrong. And so I think you need to reevaluate. Uh, and, and, and this goes for uh, my Floridian listeners who are going to come back with the, but it's Florida and it's hot. And that goes to my Wisconsin listeners that, I mean, it's, it's come on, the, the winter's coming, guys. You, you need to get the hot coffee. Um, as I'm walking back, I'm just kind of, you know, thinking about uh, different things. And I, and I start thinking about how this is, of course, the last day of the year 
that we can play Moondance by Michael Bublé because, uh, you know, in the first verse, uh, we have uh, the, the line of uh, making love beneath the October skies. So it's not going to be October skies uh, uh, for very much longer. So uh, RIP for another year uh, to Moondance by Michael Bublé. But, uh, you know, there's there's music is such an interesting thing because it, it's it's something that I feel um, everybody feels somewhat um what's the right word somewhat emotionally connected to uh and somewhat vulnerable about um expressing your music taste i mean there's always the like oh what kind of music do you listen to there's always sort of you know the safe answers your safe go-tos and then there's there's the the real answers um and uh you know i think this is something that you certainly grow out of as you kind of become your own person and, 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 and stop caring about, you know, the opinions of others on, on something like your music taste of all, uh, of all things as you should. Um, uh, but, uh, but it's true is, is that I think it is, uh, kind of, you know, if someone insults the music that you like, or doesn't connect with the music you like, I mean, there's nothing worse than showing someone a song that is deeply meaningful to you and they just have no reaction. I mean, I think we all have had that experience where it's like, okay, fine. You clearly, uh, don't appreciate, uh, fine art. And so, you know, I, um, had the, the joy of, um, uh, I have a playlist that's three songs long uh, that is called Carefree Dan. Um, so it's, you know, when I'm just feeling carefree and happy and a little bit lovey, I uh, put the, put this uh, playlist on and it's three songs. It's two artists. It's Michael Buble and Sarah Borelli's. And uh, shout out to a colleague that uh, we recently connected over our mutual love of Sarah Borelli's. And that is the one regret that I have about my recent trip to New York. I mean, uh, let's just do a quick aside about New York. Um, went to the U.S. Open in September, which was uh, incredible is an understatement. It was such a surreal experience. I have always wanted to go to a tennis major um, and so for my first time going to New York to be to go to the U.S. Open was incredible. Uh, we saw Ashley Barty, the number one female, uh, be taken down by the American Shelby Rogers. And then we uh, saw Alexander Zverev, uh, who I believe is number two in the world right now. At the time, he was either third or fourth. Um, and he did beat the American Jack Sock. But uh, to see an Olympic gold medalist uh, tennis player... Incredible. Um, but, uh, you know, Sarah Borelli's is in waitress through, well, she wasn't waitress through, I think it was like October 17th. Uh, but tickets were $350 to see her in waitress. And, you know, had we not also been going to see the U.S. Open, then it may have been more of a possibility. I mean, I guess it, it still could have been a possibility. I mean, you only live once, see Sarah Borelli's for $350, but also it's $350. I don't know the songs from Waitress. Um, I know I'm a huge Sarah Borelli's fan, uh, but, I, but I am a fan of her music. I've not listened to the Waitress soundtrack. Uh, which I'm, I'm sure I probably should. Uh, but anyway, that, what an incredible weekend in New York. I mean, just a, 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 a long overdue vacation um, that I took there. That was, that was incredible. Um, but uh, so, so Sarah Borelli's and Michael Buble make up this Carefree Dan playlist. And, you know, it starts with, with Let the Rain um, by Sarah Borelli's, which is just like... You know, it's such a such a song that it it's it's um 
such a transformational transitional song i feel um you know it's 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 kind of there to say you know it's okay to feel how you feel and to feel out of control sometimes and to just like have these grand dreams and these plans of you know when you do take control what you're going to be able to do say and feel uh and i mean it's just it's it's i will say the live version i think is more impactful uh than the album version which the album version is the one that is on my playlist um but you know it's just such a great like if you're if you're wanting to feel carefree such a great great entry into that and then i have i think probably my favorite michael buble song although let's talk michael buble because you know it's it's one thing that i lament is the lack of just male powerhouse uh vocal options there are like if you're driving in your car at 6 45 in the morning and you just really want to belt something um uh in the morning the the male vocal options i feel are somewhat limited i mean there's some sam smith lay me down the sam smith and and uh i almost said elton john goodness uh john legend sam smith and john legend lay me down um john legend now that i mentioned that has uh some some good songs to belt to uh but you know the if you think of of female options you've got whitney you've got mariah carey you've got adele uh you know the list goes on and on of of the just male or female powerhouse ballads powerhouse vocals uh to belt to uh but for men there's there's just something there's something about a, a michael buble to sing along to and so you know i love to sing along to the song feeling good uh by in this not by michael buble but performed by michael buble uh that is incredible um crazy love by michael buble also great uh there's you know the the song home is is just it play, tugs at the heartstrings it's it's incredible uh of course moon dance uh, and sway. Uh, there, there's, there's just all of these great Michael Bublé songs, but the, the song that just really, when you think carefree Dan and carefree playlist, the song that, uh, really can never be topped for me for, with Michael Bublé is the song everything i mean it's just such a you know i think you know sometimes you have these these experiences where you're like this is this articulates so much of how i feel i wish i would have written this uh like uh you're a fallen star you're a getaway car you're the line in the sand when i go too far you're the swimming pool on an august day you're the perfect thing to say and you play it coy but it's kind of cute um and when you smile at me, you know just what you do. Whatever comes our way, you know we'll see it through. And you'll know that's what our love can do. And then the bridge, the second bridge of, and I can't believe that I'm your man and I get to kiss you, baby, just because I can. I mean, come on, Michael Bublé. Just, just, just gift. What a, what a gift that song is. Uh, and it's just such a, such a nice song because it's, it's something that is, that is controlled, but then there's, there's enough of a belt there that you can just really go for it. And I just think it's a, it's a wonderful song that just gets me into uh such an such an incredible mood uh and uh you know it's just it just 
just makes me feel kind of warm and fuzzy with you know the things that I have going on uh, in my life right now. And uh, then Carefree Dan ends with a song that just I think is the most romantic song that has ever been penned, and that is the song "I Choose You" by Sarah Bareilles. And uh, it's so there's um, there's live versions available on Spotify, and you'll notice in the live ver- versions that there is a trend of this song of of people proposing to their partners um, at Sarah Bareilles concerts when she uh, when when she um, sings this song and the line that just really puts it over the top for me is this is the very start of our lifelong love letter and uh it's just such a such a nice nice song that that if you're if you're feeling feeling the vibe then uh i think i choose you will will certainly resonate so you know i'm just kind of kind of walking with my with my hot with my extra hot that is now uh, kind of lukewarm uh, pumpkin spice latte and then actually uh, the order was uh, spiced up a little bit this morning the, uh, of, of uh, instead of just the normal caramel iced coffee it was an iced caramel macchiato uh, in my other hand and you know I'm just uh, walking back uh, and uh, just you know kind of reflecting on, on, on these fall vibes and music and and you know, just just enjoying uh, enjoying the the life uh, that that I that I've got for myself in Florida. You know, uh, in the spirit of Halloween, you know, there there were uh, lots of ideas that we tossed around, and uh, we ended up on Saturday just you know not totally feeling going out and doing anything. So um, we ended up we we kind of stumbled upon The Conjuring which is an excellent horror movie and then there are a total of three of them out now so we ended up watching all three the first one was incredible the second one was very good the third one we both kind of fell asleep while the third one was going on uh, but you know just had some great Chinese food had some uh, Reese's cups um, had a little bit of wine just watching scary movies with the lights off uh, to, to celebrate the Halloween spirit. So that was, uh, that was my Halloween, um, and, and these are my fall vibes. And uh, thank you for, for babbling.